boys and girls. Today I'll be riding solo. No Kale in the studio, aka the office. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how we're going to be going about with our programming at the beginning of the year. Um, but before I really get into that, um, one thing I want to kind of talk about with you guys real quickly is, you know, we're moving into beginning of the year, and most of you guys are thinking about some type of new, you know, fitness-related goals or nutrition-related goals, maybe both of those. And, and one thing I had listened to a a podcast the other day, and one of the quotes that came from the podcast I thought was really good, and one thing that fits really well into the things that we talk about a lot here at the gym, is that it's better to be consistently good than occasionally great. And I think sometimes we fall into this trap of everything has to be going exactly the way I planned it, or if it doesn't, that means I'm completely falling off the wagon and completely imploding and not doing anything that I set my goals at the beginning of the year for, right? And so it's better to come in here on days that you don't feel like it, even though you know the workout's not going to be as good as you would like it to be, but it's still a good workout. You're not necessarily crushing the workout. It's not your greatest performance that you've ever given, but you're consistently coming in day in and day out. And just like with your nutrition is, let's say it's maybe a Wednesday night and you have a stressful day and you happen to fall off track that afternoon with your nutrition, maybe to eat some things that necessarily weren't in line with the you know, amount of calories that you are allotted or whatever else. And in doing that, a lot of people would, if the Wednesday were to fall apart, they're just like, well, I'll just bring it back up on Monday. And you're better having some bumps and bruises and getting back on the horse on Thursday than just being occasionally great with your nutrition on Monday and Tuesday. It's just finding these little bitty days, day in and day out, that you can be consistently good day after day. And you'll eventually have some really great days here and there. That's where eventually we're trying to strive for, right? Is great days, but more often than not, 99% of those are just going to be occasionally good days and just being consistently good day in and day out. Okay. So kind of the structure of our programming, uh, not crazy shifts, but also we're going to go through some new strength progressions and we're going to kind of change some, some things up a little bit, especially like on our Thursdays to a degree. So our primary principles are Monday is going to be working on some upper body pulling strength. Uh, Tuesdays will be upper body pressing strength. Wednesdays will be core. Thursdays will be a little bit more glute and posterior work. And also we'll keep our Fridays and Saturdays as we traditionally do. Now, those are always stuff to change a little bit depending on the, the Metcon programming that we're going to have. So maybe some weeks in there, there might be um, some strict pulling on Tuesdays and pressing on Mondays or whatever it may be. But you can guarantee that the posterior glute stuff is always going to be on Thursdays for you guys for the most part. Um, so on Mondays will be our strict pulling strength. Our primary focus, obviously, is to increase our upper body pulling power. If you haven't gone and listened to the previous podcast me and Kel did, uh, I highly recommend that. That you know, a lot of times you guys are working on getting better chicken pull-ups or getting chest bar pull-ups or trying to get a bar muscle up. And in doing so, a lot of times you guys think that doing more kipping is going to translate to 
to better gipping. And that's not necessarily the case. It's more so that you need to be working on upper body pulling strength. And that goes all the way across the board. Doesn't matter if I can do 20 unbroken bar muscles or I, or I can only do one strict pull up. I should always be working on my strict pulling power because my strict pulling power is going to be helping out with my dynamic movement of the kipping strength, right? And so that's one thing we're going to really focus in on and hone in on over this next six weeks, kind of leading into late February time. So that'll be kind of your Mondays. Your, we'll start off with a little bit of a higher volume of you know higher volume reps and horizontal pulling as well and as we kind of approach towards the back half of that six weeks it'll be a little bit more um, lower volume higher intensity with you know weighted things things of that nature and then eventually building up to our uh, warm-up max weighted pull-up by the end of the cycle maybe hopefully some of you guys either get your first stroke pull-up or even maybe work on getting your first bar muscle up or whatever that may be uh, for your Tuesdays like I said it's going to be a little bit more more strict pressing strength. This is by far going to be the toughest thing for you guys to improve upon. Like for instance, my first year of CrossFit, I think I had added about 100 pounds onto my deadlift, uh, probably 50 to 60 pounds on my back squat, and only added like five pounds on my strict press strength uh, after one year. So strict pressing is one of those things that's very, very hard to come by with PR. So this is definitely the one that's going to be the toughest for us to prove upon. Um, so we'll go through uh, a normal general pressing strength structure where you'll kind of wave in and out uh, some higher volume days at around like 70 to 80%. Uh, and you'll have some days in there as well that will get a little bit heavier uh, in that 80 percentile range as well. And then we're going to try to maybe throw in some accessory work as well to uh, you know help out that strict pressing strength. And that strict pressing strength will help you know, correlate over to, you know, better dips and better push-ups and better handstand push-ups and, and better seated presses, um, whatever it may be. That's all that pressing is going to translate over to better pressing in other areas as well. On your Wednesday, we're going to be working on a little bit more core-centered focus stuff. So there's something we haven't really done too much of. And, you know, with CrossFit, we do, we don't necessarily do a lot of direct core work per se. We don't necessarily do a bunch of sit-ups and V-ups and things of that nature per se. But in how we develop our lower core is by stability work and carries and overhead work. All that involves core strength. Um, but one thing we are going to do during the cycle is doing a little bit more direct core work. So you'll see things like static holds and actual dynamic movements like crunching and V-ups and leg raises and so on and so forth. And the goal progressing towards this will eventually end off with a workout Annie or on the level method board, that'd be neurological core endurance. So that, if you guys don't know what that workout is, that is a descending ladder of double unders and sit-ups. So it'll be 50 double unders, 50 sit-ups, 40, 40, 30, 30, 20, 20, 10, 10. And also, if you're not like a double under ninja, don't worry. I also got some different variations. But for a lot of you guys who are proficient at the double under, it really comes, it's more of a sit-up workout. It's really 150 sit-ups for time with some doublers kind of thrown in there. So that's kind of our goal leading into the back half of that piece. That would be kind of our testing protocol. It'll be anti there. And in general, if you're not necessarily care about PR and your anti time, everybody can benefit from having a stronger core and who doesn't want a better core overall anyways. Uh, your Thursdays will be a little bit more 
glute and posterior work. So um, you'll kind of already see it this week. I believe this podcast will be the week before New Year's. So we'll have a lot more like drop lunges, making us get into that deeper range of motion of our lunges, uh, step ups, things of that nature that are going to help build that glutes, those glutes and those hamstrings as well. So that'll be kind of our primary focus. There'll really be no necessarily testing protocol on the back end of that. It's just to help build better posterior work there because a lot of times we do in CrossFit, we do a lot of anterior work with a lot of squatting and things like that where our quads get developed, but sometimes we don't do a lot of direct glute work. So that's what we're going to be working on this time. And one thing you'll kind of notice in the shift in the programming for Thursdays is this more general cardio style, aerobic capacity style work on these Thursdays. And really the purpose of these sessions is to help build that aerobic base with you guys. So a lot of times our things are done at, you know, higher intensities like that. And you can make these high intensity if you really want to. But what we suggest with these workouts on Thursdays is that you're treating these at around a 70 to 80% effort with the intervals that we're prescribing. So it's either going to be an interval-based thing where, you know, you have an X amount of time to do the amount of work and you're resting many time or some type of AMRAP. And like I said, they should be treated around a 70 to 80% effort. We're not looking for sprint max out effort. We're looking at a little bit more of a lower threshold on these points in time to where if I came up to you and asked you a question, you should, should be able to somewhat be able to talk to me almost in a full sentence. You might be breathing a little bit to get out a full sentence, but some of the ones on, if you can't even talk to me, that you're going at too high of intensity pace for these Thursday workouts. And doing these things can help you guys build a bigger rubber base. Obviously, your conditioning is going to improve, but as well as you'll have a better understanding, ideally, of where your gears are, especially on these machines. To where you know if I'm on the machine and if I'm pulling a 155 pace on the rower, I know this is like a 30-minute sustainable pace for me compared to if I pull a 140 pace. This is more like only like a two- or three-minute pace for me. And then when I get into my workouts, I have a better understanding of where that pacing is and how I can better hold on this pace throughout this 20, 30, 45-minute long workout. And then per normal, your, your Friday workouts are going to be your longer grindier pieces or Friday Funday pieces. And hopefully these Thursday pieces will then help correlate better into these Friday workouts for you guys. So I know a lot of you guys take off on Thursdays. You go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, take off international rest day on Thursday. And then, you know, you get back at it on Friday and possibly Saturday. And this is something for these Thursdays that me and the coaching staff can kind of experiment with it for a few weeks now. And for me personally, I feel like it's really helped with my recovery going into Fridays because uh, if you treat it properly, like I said, around like 78%, it's done in a way that you're breaking a sweat and you feel like you're getting good work and you are creating a stimulus to build better aerobic capacity, which if you guys didn't listen to the podcast again, that's one thing that a lot of marathon runners do is they treat a lot of their runs at a lower intensity pace where their heart rate's staying, you know, more like in a zone two, zone three tempo where their heart rate doesn't really get too much above like a 150 area. And that's kind of what we're trying to achieve with these pieces. And for me personally, I felt like my conditioning's improved as well as my recovery's improved going into those Fridays. So like I said, a lot of times you guys take off because you're feeling pretty beat up. And sometimes the worst thing you can do after a couple of really hard days is just completely sit on the couch and not do anything at all because blood is one of those things that can help 
you recover and getting blood into the area. So one thing I suggest is definitely coming in on these Thursdays and just getting movement in can help out and aid that recovery going into that Friday workout. Because a lot of these Friday workouts are obviously very tough and very taxing. So that's one thing I'd highly, highly suggest you guys do. And then obviously our Saturdays will be a partner style workout. And one thing I've always wanted to kind of address with these Saturday workouts is, you know, I personally love partner workouts because of the fact that, you know, I'll work a lot harder when somebody's depending on me. And one complaint I've heard about Saturdays is that they don't want somebody doesn't want to hold somebody back. They're like, I don't come on Saturdays because I feel like I'm going to hold my partner back and they're not going to get a good workout and I'm going to be lying on the floor crushed into a pool of sweat. And these workouts can be done individually based as well. So if you're somebody who doesn't like to have a partner on Saturdays, you can still come in and still work out and we can make an individual version of this workout. So just be aware of that. For any of you guys listen to this that don't come on Saturdays and you still want to, don't be afraid to come in and, and work out by yourself because we can completely restructure that workout to an individual version of it. That's completely fine. Okay. So that's a, a, a general overview of the weeks coming into the beginning of the year. So that cycle should end off somewhere around mid to late February for you guys with some testing protocols. And we have a big announcement kind of coming up for you guys here in the next couple weeks on what we'll kind of be doing at the beginning of March time frame for you guys. Some, some cool stuff here coming up here for the springtime. So make sure you guys keep on a lookout for that. Uh, like I said, I'm riding solo today. So no back and forth, kind of a shorter podcast. Uh, Coach Gale had a shoulder surgery. Everything went well. Um, he'll be back this week coaching you guys per normal. Um, and as well as I want to lead you off on this is, uh, you know, like I talked about at the beginning of the podcast of being consistently good instead of being occasionally great and in doing so you know another analogy that you can use going into the beginning of the year is really focusing on the rocks of what's going to get you to the goals that you want this year and what I mean by that I'm sure you've heard this analogy before where if you have like a jar rocks pebbles and sand the objective is to get the rocks pebbles and sand inside the jar what is the first thing that should go inside the jar and if you're thinking about it logically, ideally what you want is you put the big rocks in the jar first, you put the pebbles in to fill out some remaining airspace, and then the sand to fill out the remaining airspace to fit all the material inside the jar. But what happens a lot of times is that people put all the sand in first, then they put the, pe put the pebbles in next, and then the rocks and the rocks won't fit inside the jar. When in all actuality, the rocks are the most important aspects. And sometimes we get lost into the mix of things because the amount of information out there for us to consume that we get really focusing on all the little small minute details. How much sodium I should be eating. What exactly is the best meal nutrition timing? What is the best fruit to eat? What's the best vegetable to eat? You know, I heard, you know, this type of fish is bad at mercury and things of this nature. And we get really wrapped up in the small details of things called like the sand things when really the rocks will get you 95% of the way there. The pebbles will get you about the last 3%, and the sand will get you the last 1% to 2%. If you really just focus on the rocks, the eating proper portions to support exercise and not body fat, coming in and moving 3 to 5 times a week, getting quality sleep, you know, 7 to 9 hours every single night, that'll get you 99% of where you guys want to go with your body composition and your performance. 
it's real easy to get caught up in the real shiny things on social media and seeing the different diet aspects and these these two way good to be true diet plans. Don't get distracted by that. Really just focusing on, on proper portions and being super consistent with that day in and day out every single time. So this is episode number three with you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys on the next podcast.